Hello. Hey, we are back. Back in the flesh or whatever. It's Tinseltown Tea. I'm Judith. I'm Corinne. Yes. And as you know, we come here week to week. We weren't here last week, y'all, but we back. Don't worry. I know you missed us. We are here. And yeah, we come together to celebrate black and brown creatives in the entertainment industry. We share writing uh, resources. We encourage you. We make sure you got the news. Of course, with our main segments, if you can read, you know what we're doing. We're doing a script read this time. Okay. And it's a great show. If you're following it, P-Valley, get into it on Showtime. And then, of course, we end with niggas you should know. We just give a shout out to people who are on the rise in the industry or who are, you know, already making a name, got next, or who need to be, we need to remind y'all hoes never to forget because they are legends. And that's on period. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with that, we'll get into our would you rather. Mm-hmm. Now, I got it straight from the internet. Sometimes I come up, but this time it was just like, what, what Google going to do for me? And so it is, would you rather have to wear stilettos to sleep or or have to wear slippers everywhere you go? Yeah, I'll take the slippers everywhere I go. Yeah. I about do that anyway, so. Yeah, I agree with you. And also you can have more fun with the slippers. Like, I don't know what, I'm not a sneaker head, but I feel like I've seen some Yeezy slippers or something. Like I've seen some like. They look like bath shoes. Yeah. Shower shoes. Yeah. And I, I, I think this is what the children are calling cool. So if I'm wearing these, <laughs> if so be it, and I will put on a croc, we'll call them slippers. I will get me some Listen. big SpongeBob slippers Ooh, that yes. you put your foot in, the big ones. Yes. And that's what I'll wear yep. every day. Yep. And I will. I will be fine with that. Yep. I'll be at the red carpet with my um feet looking like a dinosaur because got the dinosaur flippers off the chat. Okay. And that's that on that. <laughs> you know, it's going to take it or leave it. Okay. Because I will be comfy. Right. <laughs> Period. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. All right. That yes, was easy. Yes. Very easy. So moving into our Know Better Do Better, which is where you give tips, tricks, or we give tips, tricks, lessons learned about the industry, writing, or just life in general. Mm-hmm. So mine today is uh, just be a bad bitch and do whatever I mean, the fuck you want. And that's just on period. Easy. Um, that's just how I'm feeling these days. Mm-hmm. And that is how you should always be feeling all the days. Amen. Because, you know, life is too short to yep. be scared, confused about anything, child. So just be a bad bitch and do what the fuck you want. Amen. And especially when it comes to your writing, mm. um, never be afraid to put something in your writing because crazier things have been produced yeah. and put on the telly. Good and bad. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. So there's, mm-hmm. you know, never be a, feel like you have to, you know, limit yeah. yourself or limit your creativity. Be a bad bitch. Do whatever the fuck you want. Put yeah. whatever you want in there, child, because somebody going to feel it, child. That's true. I, I was uh, watching The Boys, which is on Amazon Prime. And I heard that was wild. It's very wild. I didn't, I'd never thought things, like, you think you have seen it all <laughs> until you watch some of these programs, girl. I was watching, I was like, dang, I didn't know so many people could die by laser and they show everything, the guts, the everything split. Oh, hey, I'm like, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. So what Corey said, <laughs> it can happen, especially if you listen, if you're writing for uh live action or even animation, you, your wildest dreams, Disney be having the best. So, right. <laughs> 
right. Yeah. And yeah, I'm catching up on the Stranger Things and it's Woo! all over the place. Woo! My it's God. all over the place. So, you know, they're anything. in their fourth season. Anything happens. So anything's possible. Be mm-hmm. that bitch. Do whatever the fuck you want. Write yep. whatever you want. Don't don't feel like you have to water anything down yeah. for mass consumption because fuck mass consumption. Do what yeah. you want. Yeah. Because literally Stranger Things is so popular. But what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, I don't. It's too much going on. Got all point. the Netflix views. They were like breaking records. And, and y'all it's, like. And it's, it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I so. was. Yeah. I couldn't watch the whole thing. Like it is very scary. It's terrifying. <laughs> I was it's like, oh my god, this season. I was like, Ooh. okay, we're a little bit too heavy on the scares okay. this season. Okay, <laughs> we need to see more of the kids. Yeah, yeah, because it is Ooh. they is scary this season. Oh my gosh! But yeah, mm-hmm. if something that crazy and weird can mm-hmm. be on TV and be you know Popular. accepted by so many folks, yeah, then be a bad bitch and do the fuck you want. Yep, period. And yep. that is just what I'm gonna tell you today. Agreed. And that's just that on that. That on that. That on that. So moving right along with the news, uh, being the bad bitch that I am, because, you know, period, I listen. (laughs) So (laughs) our first piece of news, Captain America 4, loose director Julius Ona to helm Anthony Mackie's first film as Marvel as Marvel hero. So that's the headline. First with our news, we get it all from Shadow and Act. Shout out to them. It's a publication. Ah. Focuses on black and brown entertainment in the industry. Uh, knowledge is power. Read all the trades. Know what you're doing. But, yes. you know, we focus on our black and brown folks. So, yes, as we were saying, um, yeah, Captain America 4, uh, director Julius Ohan will direct the fourth installment of Cap- of the Captain America series. The film stars Anthony Mackie, who whose character Sam Wilson um, is named the new Star Spangled Banner with a plan in the Disney Plus Marvel series. Um, I remember he also had, there was a TV show with Captain America that Anthony Mackie was a part of as well. So this will be the film where he will be the main Captain America. So... Uh, Ona is best known for directing his 2018 The Cloverfield Paradox. I didn't see that because I was scared. Um, he also directed 2019 <laughs> Indie Spirit. It was. I, I was like, it was. I'm scared. Wild. Yeah. It did well. I remember like a lot of people were That's talking about John it. Goodman. I think so. Well, let me not get to lying, but I remember there was a Cloverfield and then I think this yeah, might have been the. Yeah, Cloverfield was the found footage one. Yes. And then this one was, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So Cloverfield that. Paradox was wild, girl. Ooh. It was wild. Mm mm mm. Yeah, so check that out if that is for you. Uh, I will continue. I'll support you, uh, you know, Julius, when um, you know Captain America come out, uh, Captain America four, because I, I can do a, I can do a Marvel film. So um, he also directed the Indie um, Spirit Award nominated film Lucy, I believe it's called, starring Octavia Spencer and Kelvin Harris Jr. So he is working. And yeah, exciting to see him in the Marvel universe, particularly with Anthony Mackie. So it's good to see a black director and a black lead on the Marvel universe. We've seen that, of course, with Black Panther, but the only one truly. But we're getting more. I want. We want more. We want more. So yeah, congratulations to that. Check it out when it comes out. We'll be on the lookout for it. Yes. All right. Um, I love getting news from anyone from Abbott Elementary because what an amazing television show. Everyone is a star. Every character, yeah. every actor, every writer, like y'all. Everyone's doing a legend. It's so good. <laughs> like everyone has years of experience under their belt. And it everyone every in their character person. works. Like everyone. It's 
Uh, like everyone is a professional. It's so and good. And they do what needs to be done. Uh, every time. Like, like every episode. Like Literally everybody. Uh, y'all kill Anyways, it. We, we stand. Woo, as you can see. We love it. So one of the stars of Abbott Elementary, Janelle James. She plays <laughs> the principal, which love. Um, she is hosting an ABC game show. And I just saw this commercial for it. Yes, me too. It's called The Final Straw on ABC. And basically four teams battle against each other on towering like tipping towers of doom basically and so they have to move things and build it up and the whole idea is like it can't fall so you gotta be the last one standing is it jenga it's jenga with things (laughs) what type of thing like whole bunch of things like if you see some of the towers they'll have like all sorts of like things stacked on top of each other it oh, looks no. like someone's garage <laughs> like my, that's packed to my the full anxiety would I, not be ooh, able I cannot to handle i cannot oh no but you know that. i'm gonna watch it but i can't play that <laughs> and i can totally see i think peyton manning is the executive producer oh, okay. of it makes sense so it's like the good it makes sense because it's a family show and it's simple it's almost like um is it cake although i think is it cake is brilliant because they (laughs) i would i never thought i would be sucked into that show but i'm looking at these two money bags like i know the one on the right is the cake that's the cake for sure i know that that (laughs) nika is a kite look at that fondant that's fondant (laughs) what (laughs) i don't know what i'm talking about hey man it said first of all let me just produce shit and get me janelle james get me janelle james (laughs) i know that's right so yes in an interview with um shadow and act she said um i feel hashtag bless as they say <laughs> i know that's right like it's a dream situation for a comedian to be on a show that's comedy based and i'm being hilarious over there and it's scripted and then i get to come over here and be myself and have my own brand of comedy in a show that's also funny and fun to do it's been amazing i feel lucky so go on janelle this is your season child um Period. so yeah that'll be fun i can't wait to see um, the final straw, but just, you know, it, uh, it's fun family fun, honestly. Like, you can watch and see and how everything is going in the show. And, uh, yeah, it's Janelle James hosting, so it'll be fun. That will be yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check it out. I'll give it one look. All right, on to more news. Happy news. Uh, we love. I love this comedian, but BET Inc.'s overall deal with Patricia Miss Pat oh, Williams, hey. period. Renews Miss Pat's show for season three. Uh, season two debut is coming soon. I cannot wait. Love that. So BT has decided to do more business with Miss Pat as they should because it's good business. <laughs> it's good mm-hmm. business. She signed a multi-year overall deal under which she will produce and perform a new series and other projects from both linear and streaming. So it's BET and BET Plus go off. Um, she like aims to. That. so good um she aims to create content both on screen and behind the camera that inspires conversations through humor and raw honesty and if you know anything about miss pat's um comedy it's very raw it's very authentic Mm -hmm. (laughs) the prudish girls would not be able to handle it and that's good for them if you're clutching your pearls every 10 seconds for anything this is not the show for you right but if you love comedy and you love authenticity this, this right here, this you. is the show for you. This this is it. So the series is from Imagine Television and Lee Daniels Entertainment and is executive produced by Brian Glazer, Lee Daniels, and Jordan E. Cooper alongside Williams. And of course, Jordan E. Cooper is also the showrunner. He's so young. He, um, I was just about to say that. Isn't he like 25? Yeah. <laughs> he's so young. His background was in uh, playwriting. So 
yeah, he was he was no joke. <laughs> he was no joke. So yeah, I'm so glad Miss Pat is getting continued success. I'm so glad that it is renewed for season three. I cannot watch. I cannot wait to watch season two. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy for it. I can't wait Me to too. see what she does. I'm uh, excited. Yep. Yeah, I want all of the things that Absolutely. she be doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And if you haven't checked out her stand-up, she has a special on Netflix called Miss Pat. Y'all want to hear something crazy? And so it debuted earlier this year, but you know Netflix still got it up. It's a whole content library over there. So yeah, check it out. It's so funny. The writing is hilarious. Uh, it's been a long time since like a multi-cam sitcom really hit. And this one hit. Like I love it. It's so good. Check it out. All right. And the last piece of news, Grownish season five trailer drops. And this one will have Junior in his new college crew and Zoe gets an eyeful. So I haven't followed all of the seasons. I know Grownish has been doing great because Zoe's main character, of course, played by Yara Shahidi. She graduates. I have not. Years. No. Yeah, I haven't. But no. I'm excited to see Junior, who plays um, the actor Marcus uh, Scribner. He plays Junior. I love his character because he's so nerdy. But I want to see he's him so in something nerdy. else. Me? Like, I want to see him outside Ooh. of this whole Blackish universe. Oh, like, God. everyone else does other stuff outside mm-hmm. of the Blackish, mm-hmm. and he's amazing. He so is amazing. I, I don't know. Maybe he has stuff in the works. That's but true. But I, I want to see him outside of this whole stuff i think you know what maybe it's the pr he's he's done voice work for a sh- oh a netflix animation show i'm a little okay. but um because he's phenomenal no he's very like, good he should be in more than just he is a very he's more good than actor. junior I oh yeah and i've really only seen ever seen him as junior no you're right he's very uh what's the word like he can pretty much do anything like he can right. play any character so yeah, shout out to you, Marcus. We see you. Um, and congrats that you're going to be in season five, which, you know, a whole new storyline. Although I really would. I wish they would have done two spinoffs, like one for Zoe and then one for him where he goes. Yeah. But like, I'm like, take this boy to HBCU. I want to see him and his. Yes. Because he's so nerdy. And so I was like, I want to see you with your other black nerds on this campus. <laughs> Try to figure it out because we're everywhere. <laughs> the black nerds yes. are everywhere. <laughs> Black nerds always, they have fun at HBCs. Oh, I, yes. From what I see. Because they always find each other. <laughs> they be like, oh, look. Great. I can have someone to play Dungeons and Dragons or whatever fucking nerdy. And then one of them ends up befriending like a super popular person. Right. And then they get the whole crew on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this sounds like a show. Okay. <laughs> Katie Bears. Hey. Hire your girls. <laughs> Don't play with me. Let's highlight Junior. Okay. I, oh, I would live. Oh, anyways, so in the series, um, in the original, of course, they have Yara Shahidi. They had uh, Trevor Jackson and uh, Diggy Simmons. Uh, they'll also appear in the new season, and they got some new folks joining. So they have because Chloe and, and Haley are no longer right. Well, we see them on the pot, the charts, yeah. honey. Like they're too busy. They're busy. Now. Okay, <laughs> they're, they they're are. Too busy now. And I love this for them. Like. <laughs> I they're oh my god it's so great so um joining the cast will be Tara Tara Rainey Justin Sky go ahead uh Amelie uh, excuse me Amelie uh Zib Zilber maybe it's Justine I might be saying it wrong Justine, oh, Justine Sky yeah, forgive Justine me <laughs> oh lord um Sayar Wright Matthew Sato and Sleek Slick Woods not Slick Woods Slick Woods yes okay girl. 
So one character played by Rainey, her name's Zara. Um, she's a first generation Muslim American. She's a sophomore type A overachiever with a lot of swagger. Um, she's queer and open with her sexuality, fun and sharp and extremely ambitious. All right. Um, and then we have a freshman who is a little shy and awkward. Uh, that'll be played by Zibbler and uh, that character's name is Lauren. So we have some new folks coming in to make up Junior's crew and we're going to see his experience and Zoe's still going to be there since, you know, she's the older sister, but she, she ain't graduated. graduated. I think she did to my understanding. She graduated, oh. but I might be mixing it up with Yara's real life because she, Yara <laughs> recently graduated from Harvard. Go off, Ivy League Go degree. off. Go off. Um, so yeah, so let's see. I might actually tune in because I like Junior's character a lot better than Yara's character. Um, yeah, and I didn't even want, I, yeah, I'm gonna mm -hmm. go ahead and say it. I don't understand why Yara's character got a spinoff because mm -hmm. she was like not like a a unique enough character to me. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think I they think, just did it for Yara's career. I but think Zoe so. As a character was so boring. Yeah, I think they did it for. I think I think they did it for the bag because they were like, okay, how can we get this on free form with right. the young kids? With the young kids, <laughs> exactly. Because the young kids ain't watching what Black makes sense. right? <laughs> how's it gonna get new? Gen, let's get these Gen Z motherfuckers. Right. So, they were like, y'all go ahead, go ahead. Right. And the, uh, the kids love it. It's season five. So yeah, you I know guess what? I need to catch up because I thought she graduated. So yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think she did graduate. I saw like a trailer of like the last season and it was like her whole family at her graduation. Oh, yeah. So maybe she like, let me go back and get my mask. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You know what? That's an easy storyline. She might also like. You know, Junior might need some help navigating uh, <laughs> the school. Yeah. So it's like she might be there to be like, I got you, bro. But I got you, friend. Cause yeah. Creepy. Yep. <laughs> but she knows her brother is corny as hell. So yeah, he needs some help. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't because he always pulled. Oh, yeah. He always pulled the girl. He did. He did. But he would like, you know, write poems and. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's so sweet. Oh, it is very sweet, but you know he was corny. He would be holding a baby with the um sling and shit. Yeah, that was like I was like, like friend. <laughs> now friend. <laughs> he would crack me up. I'm like, yes, you better take you better nurture the children. Yes. Let your mama do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He had the sling. He was like, not the baby. Shoot. If I was the mama, I was a doctor, I'd let him do it too. I'm like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Even she was like, you need to get out the house. <laughs> You just you need, need friends. Yeah. <laughs> this baby cannot be your only friend. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, yeah, so check it out. Grown-ish season five. It's back. I know the girlies love it. And uh, yeah, that's it for the news. We'll be back with the main segment. Hey, y'all. So we are back for the main segment. That's right. And as you can see from the description, we are doing a script read of the pilot of P Valley, otherwise known as Pussy Valley. Oh, yeah. And that is on Perea. But they couldn't have the name be Pussy Valley, you know, because so it's called P Valley. <laughs> Even on Showtime. I love yeah. this. Even on Showtime, they're like, we can't have the name be Pussy Valley. So <laughs> P Valley, kids, okay. calm down. It's P Valley. <laughs> Yes. And if y'all don't know what that is, I mean, it is a show uh, follows the lives of a strip club called The Pank in a fictional Mississippi town called Chocolisa. Mm -hmm. um, that reminds me of a town in Florida that's called Withlacoochee. 
Um, so if y'all great names, just in case y'all think Truly. these are fake names, Chuck no, no, no. is not a real name, but there are names like that in the South. <laughs> um, and with Lacoochie, Florida is is come um, on, Lacoochie. Yeah, is better, a <laughs> whoever from Lacoochie better rep they city. Right, go on rep. I have I have some family in with with Lacoochie with Lacoochie. Um, and yeah, so names like that in the mm-hmm. South do exist, but this is a fictional town called Chuckalisa, and the Pank is the happening script club mm-hmm. of the of the town. Yeah, it's a very country town, and the Pank is where everybody go yeah. um, to get they shit. <laughs> okay, get that twerk. So work. <laughs> um, yeah, it follows the lives of the strippers in there mm-hmm. and Uncle Clifford, who is the owner and proprietor of the yep. Pank. Yep. Yep. And basically, yeah, that is uh, what it's about. Yeah. So some of the people that we have and will be playing their characters, mm-hmm. we have Brandy Evans, mm-hmm. who is Mercedes. I believe she was one of our niggas you should know mm-hmm. when we reviewed um, the first episode of the second season. Yep. She's a veteran stripper. She was going to leave, but then her mama stole her dance gym, so now she back. Oof. And I would have been my mama ass too. Okay. Um, y'all need to see that if y'all didn't see that. Right. That was crazy. Y'all, that was crazy. <laughs> and then we have Nico Anon, who plays Uncle Clifford, who is the owner and proprietor of the pint. Yep. We got Shannon Thornton as Keyshawn or Miss Mississippi. Crooked, crooked, ah, <laughs> And then we have Alarica mm. Johnson as Haley or Autumn Knight. She will mm-hmm. be Autumn Knight in this um, script that we're reading. Mm-hmm. Skylar Joy as Gidget. I believe Gidget, yeah, Gidget is in the pilot too. Yep. Jay Alfonsi Nicholson as Lamarcus <laughs> slash Lil Murder. Lil Murder. Um, Parker Sawyers, he's not in the pilot, but he plays Andre Hayes' character. Mm-hmm. Um, just had to get that out. Tyler Lepley as Diamond, who is in the pilot as well. Mm-hmm. And then Morocco Omari as Big L, one of my fave characters, yeah, even though great. he's a criminal now. <laughs> um, now he's totally yeah, he oxycotton and he done got caught up in the life, yeah. child. Y'all need to watch season two. Yeah. Child. Y'all need to watch it. Yeah. We reviewed the first episode. We so should have. You should listen enough. to that and mm-hmm. then watch the rest of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, that is not everyone. Oh, Harriet DeFoy plays Patrice Woodbine, which is Mercedes' mother. I mean, she excellent job. Terrifying. Excellent. Thieving asshole. <laughs> Where the blessings was at? Where oh, the blessings was oh, at? <laughs> um, you can download that song on Apple iTunes, mm-hmm. I think. It's a good song. Great. And then who else? Yeah, those are all mm-hmm. the people I'm going to talk about because yep, those yep, are yep. mainly, not all those people, but most of yep. the people are going to be in the pilot that we're going to be reading. Mm-hmm. So we will be reading the kind of the beginning up until mm-hmm. the point where um, Autumn Knight or Haley wins the amateur contest. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also be reading... When Lil Murder meets the rest of the crew. So yep. he meets Mercedes, Autumn Knight, and then he meets Uncle Clifford. Yep, yep. Who becomes his baby. Baby, baby. Well, for like two seconds. I know. So um, oh, what a, uh, season one. Like, yeah. great love story in there, yeah. Great love story, but Uncle Clifford deserves better. <laughs> he does. Honestly. Truly. Um. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's get into it. Into I'm it. not even going to name all the people that I'm yeah. going to be playing. I'm just going to play them because yep. it's a lot. It is a lot, guys. All right. So exterior apartment balcony dusk. Mm. A woman, 20s black, flawless AF, looks out at the view. A dilapidated commercial script running on fumes. Strip, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always am getting in my country bag. Wrapped in cashmere and sorrow. (laughs) She fingers the rusty rails of the balcony with appealing French manicure. I'll take it. Off screen, the jangle of keys. 
Anywhere to get some groceries around here? Nah, gotta walk a bit down the road a ways to get to a Kroger club across the street. Oh, he said street. <laughs> <laughs> club across the street. Got a mean buffet <laughs> I love it. The woman steps back in from the balcony, sliding the door behind her, but the sounds of reggaeton and a couple screaming in Spanish continue to make the walls vibrate. Oh, I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep that up all night. All day, too. We don't call this complex the holler for no reason. She rolls her eyes as the attendant slams the door shut behind him. Interior apartment continuous. The woman looks at the grige walls or grige walls of her empty cocoon as the sun sets. She kneels in front of a suitcase and begins unpacking. We hear the rustle of tissue paper as she unwraps a pencil skirt, lubies, pearls, Louis Vuitton purse. She gets to the bottom to reveal a white shirt caked with blood. Cut to interior apartment bathroom night. The woman leaning over the sink, scrubbing in her panties and bra. It's hella hot. If the sweat skiing down her back is any indication, breathless. She holds in the tears welling. She rinses and wrings the shirt out, lifts it up for inspection. Beat. It's pretty white now. All her sins washed away. Welcome to the Saturday night at the Pink Pony, the finest shaking joint right off exit 29 in the Dirty Delta, as fertile as the Nile. Exterior of the Pink Pony, parking lot night, we float past the line of patrons, a doughboy, a snaggletooth truck driver, a bicurious biker girl crew, before dipping into the shadows of the front door. Interior, the Pink Pony, hallway entrance night, through a dark tunnel we see the stage, which is too far and out of focus, but we can see the movement of twirling bodies, lights and smoke, making love in the circus beyond. Okay, come on, come okay. on, Katori, who wrote this? Come so on, Ryan. A bottle girl passes by. Drunken man dips in and out of the camera's frame. Suddenly, we turn the corner and the bright kaleidoscopic colors desaturate as we slide through a door with hanging beads into another world. Interior, the pink pony, locker room night, squeaky stall doors, dripping faucets, the buzz of fluorescent lights, Bucket naked women are slamming their lockers for breezing stripper floss. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Counting tips, filling talons. Mercedes 25 Black, the OG, is in a sustained yoga position, hanging upside down against a warm up pole. She is flexible as hail. Her bestie, Gidem Gidget 20, the white girl, is icing her thigh. And these niggas gonna say, can I get some change? I was like, nah, nigga, nah. He acting like my G-string a motherfucking collection plate. Amen! And here I thought stripping was a recession-proof industry. Bitch, how that pole burned though? Mercedes goes to touch it. Better put some uh, neosporin on that bitch. Yet another scar on my pretty-ass legs. Gidget stands up to inspect her legs. Get him, Gidget, with that pretty-ass legs. Gidget struts around her G-string. Mercedes smacks her on the ass. They laugh. Suddenly, Miss Mississippi Quick Letter, Quick Letter, ah, 20 Black, the masterpiece, bursts through the door past the hanging beads with a bloody bar towel over her head. What the hell? Customer put his fucking beer on the stage. I do a monkey drop and it end up busting me in my fucking head. You gonna need more than some Neil's more for that. You gonna need some stitches. Mercedes, finish dancing my turn for me. Uh-uh, my arms is tired. I'm liable to fly right off the pole and into the... Mercedes, finish that girl turn. Hell, why don't you do it? Because I just went out. I'll give you a line. Beat, screech. Somebody just grabbed the mic. 
Miss Mississippi, if you don't get your black ass back out here on the stage. Miss Mississippi looks at her with those big doe eyes. Bitch, you owe me more than a line. With that, Mercedes struts her good goods past the hanging beads. She opens the door. That dirty South Trap music wafts into the dressing room. The door closes. The music becomes muffled again. Miss Mississippi stares into the mirror, investigating the cut on her forehead. Gidget looks at her with concern. First day back off maternity leave and I get another fucking scar. Gidget's gaze falls, landing on the handprint, snaking like a necklace around her neck. Mm. Ooh, no. Hair can cover this one. Floss can cover that one. Miss mm-hmm. Mississippi looks down at her neck in the mirror, beat, reaches for her makeup to hide the black and blue. Interior, the pink pony main floor, not. Mercedes takes to the floor with each bump, bump, bump of the beat. Her buttocks bounce. Uninterested, the customers like they're about to drown in their beers. Mercedes head swivels, surveying the room. This shit ain't gonna be easy. Mm. Exterior, the pink pony parking lot night. Clothes on a pair of those red bottoms clicking across the wet asphalt. Pan up to see the woman all decked out as a bougie wet dream getting in line. Diamond, 20s black, ex-marine, salty, it's patting down mofos. Hard at the door. He swipes the metal detector over customer, customer one's head. Beep. That's the bullet. $20, nigga. Customer one gives it. Diamond waves him on through. The woman is up next. Diamond doesn't even put her through the paces. She presents him with a $20 bill. Nah, that'll be 30 little mom. But the gentleman was just paid 20 That's how much it costs for a pretty bitch like you. That's how you give compliments around here these day, these parts? Especially for non-working pussy. Excuse me? That's the politicking out of pink pony, Uncle Clifford's Rules. He points to a sign that reads, Uncle Clifford's Rules. Men, $20. Bitches, $30. No camera phones, no funny money, no bullets, and no motherfucking chips. No chips? Diamond does not move. The woman digs back into her wallet. Clothes on, a soul Hamilton. The only thing she has left, she looks back up. Look, just take this 20 in my email. Yo, email? Wow, it's like that? Well, take your Halle Berry looking ass on somewhere. You ain't even my type. Next. Deflated, the woman starts walking away. However, her eyes land on another sign tonight. Booty battle, amateur night, $50 prize, and buffet platter. She stops, be rack focused to a group of scantily clad amateur night hopefuls fluttering like moths under a street lamp at the side of the club. Interior pink pony private booth night. We see Mercedes buttocks rippling on the downbeat in the wet of a customer's eye. His hands start exploring. Uh-uh, hands where I can see them. Mercedes bends over and the man is over the moon. She continues to dance for him, but then he tries to place his hand between her crotch. Hey, what'd I say? Hands where I can see them. Sorry, it slipped. He pulls out another dollar bill. She begins to bend over in front of him again. Customer two looks at his crew, slips his finger deeper into her crotch. Mercedes looks back to him. Sorry, it slipped again. Beat, Mercedes grabs his beer bottle, breaks it on the table, and pushes the broken bottle near his face. Bitch, what the hell? A bouncer swoops in and yokes the customer up and out the door. Smiling, Mercedes stumps off, pan down to her G-string, where the man's wallet dangles like a Christmas ornament. Mm. Smash cut two, exterior to pink pony, front entrance night, customer two falling onto his ass on the wet asphalt. Fuck you, faggot ass nigga. Pink pony ain't been hitting on shit nowadays, no way. A raspy voice shoots from the darkness. Jesse, you best calm down for I tell your wife where you was tonight. I want my cover charge back. Do you want your comeback too? 
The customer is about to fire off again until what wop customer two wobbles off into the night in a huff. A sheriff deputy car rolls up on a parking lot. It stops right in front of the entrance. Sheriff Tommy Bailey steps out, 50s white, the law, and walks right up to Diamond and Uncle Clifford, 38, the HBIC, finally emerging from the shadows, milky way skin, weaved out with nails as long as eagle claws and eyelashes that tickle the bellies of the stars. Wow. (laughs) She is masculine and feminine in equal measure. That fella look a bit drunk. Nah, Jesse just got a bad case of blue balls. That's why he wobbling. Uncle Clifford, you bet's not be serving no liquor. Sure, Bailey, you know me. I abides by the country rules. As you know, I got my own. Good. Liquor and pussy like a stick of dynamite blow up in your face every time. I want to know what kind of liquor and pussy you sipping on do all that. You know this new no tequila and titties ordinance now. Ain't nobody got time to be writing summonses tonight. Well, want to take a look for yourself? Make sure we living right in this warehouse of sin. Sheriff Bailey pokes his head through the door. He is drawn to the music, the smell, the possibility. Beat. No, it's Saturday night. Sunday morning's just a minute away. Well, let me break you off a little some of these honey goals for for your trouble. She hands over styrofoam to go box. Sheriff opens it to reveal a stack of ones. Not Uncle Clifford. Sheriff jumps into his car and rides off. Uncle Clifford feels Diamond about to speak, interrupts him before his brain can even send the synapse to move his mouth. Diamond, did anybody you ask for your opinion? Just saying. I don't trust no popo to keep us on the snakey. I don't trust him neither, but why pay him? Better off letting them have some of these bitches pussy than some bank. I don't pimp these hoes. Hell, I'd let them have a taste of mine, but I ain't got one yet. Uncle Clifford pops her pink fan and hustles back inside. Interior to pink pony locker room night. The metallic back door screeches open and the hopefuls flood in through the pink pony's pearly gates. <laughs> Reveal the women being swept up into the pulsing river that fills the already too tight locker room to bursting. The OGs coolly eye fuck the fresh meat from their vanities. Can I borrow a tampon? Ugh, you can have one. Rack focused to see Uncle Clifford burst through the beads with a flourish. All right, bitches. Booty battle rules. DJ Stallion gonna give each bitch two minutes to turn up. After that, you gonna exit stage left. Those of y'all bitches don't know the difference between your right and your left gonna end up in a nigga lap. Winner wins 50 ducats and a hot plate. Any questions? Good. Now give a bitch your name. Uncle Clifford whips out her clipboard. And you bet not say no Alizé because last bitch came up with that that name. Oh, let me think on that then. Next. Squirrelberry. Squirrelberry? Spell that for me. S-T-R-A-W Berry. I'm Blue Cinnamon. Where they do that at? Up Memphis. Well, I think you need to change your name to Bluetooth with them teeth right, right there. Uncle Clifford finally lands on the woman from the parking lot, looks her up and down. You ain't ready for this war. Where your floss at? Mercedes eyes the woman with disgust. Interest? Mate, can you get this bitch beat for tonight? Don't worry, I got her uncle. Mate, 40s Latina, the house mother, hustles the woman over to her stripper accruitment uh, store. The woman surveys the stripper floss, tampons, veet wax strips, dramamine, and chips for sale. That one. The light one in the dark. I'll take this one. How much? Fifteen, but for you, ten. Maite sees her desperation but still needs to stack her coin. Grateful the woman gives her that last Hamilton from her purse. Modest, she tries to put her stripper floss on under her clothes as hopeful one sneaks up on her. 
That Louis real? Uh, yeah. Mercedes decides to enter into the fray. I don't know why bitches want to waste money on real Louis when you can just get a fake one at the nail shop. Louis don't care nothing about no niggas. And she ain't lying. Uh, <laughs> that was not the script. <laughs> that was Tommy Hilfiger. White girl you would know. The woman quickly drops her dress and she stands in the day glow floss in front of the mirror. Like Narcissus staring into the pond, she gets lost in her own reflection. Bitch, what's your name? I said, what's your name? Woefully unprepared for the stripper ritual, the woman does a mental Google search of her many masks for one fitting for this occasion. Autumn. Autumn night. Uncle Clifford approves. Sounding all poetic as shit. With that, Uncle Clifford switches off with Maite in hot pursuit. Interior of the pink pony, office night, close on a CCTV. The girls are clomping around in their heels. Uncle Clifford and Maite walk through the bulletproof doors to find Big L, 20s, mean teddy bear looking ass, running singles through a counting machine. Uncle Clifford, the boys was wondering if you would only take $30 out their checks this time. Maite hands Uncle Clifford a stack of checks. Who the fuck these border boys think I is? Mother Mary? Rent due, mommy. Every little bit count. Sucking teeth and taking names, Uncle Clifford counts out money, complaining the whole time, the whole damn time. These Mexican niggas lucky I don't send their ass on down to them payday loan folks. They be taking $75 out of nigga check, and since when this was turned into a negotiation? Shit. Uncle Clifford hands cash off to my tape and snatches it back. You bet not be taking a cut. Never. Through narrowed eyes, Uncle Clifford hands it off. Thanks, mommy. There's a special knock at the door. We see Mercedes facing the CCTV camera. Big L buzzes her in. Maite exits just as Mercedes enters. You still owe me 50 cents from last night's chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes POV. She clocks Big L putting shrink rack stacks into a refrigerator safe. Sup, Big L? Sup, stout, junk. Mercedes continues on to Uncle Clifford's desk, plops a flyer down. Mercedes last dance. After seven years, huh? Took you long enough. Well, my 401k is need of spending size 25 retirement age for a stripper nowadays. So, uh, bitch, you crying? Heifer, ain't nobody crying over your baby neck smelling ass. What you going to do now? What a OG do count her money. And with that, Mercedes retires. It's time for the pink pony booty battle. Exterior, the pink pony backlot continuous. My take counts out money to a group of waiting day laborers, dusty from the day. Is y'all ready for this war? I said, is y'all ready? She pockets her cut as the men stumble away into the night. Interior, the pink pony locker room continuous, flickering fluorescent lights, quick cuts of our hopefuls, posing solo in Diane Arbus-esque Arbus portraits through more super shiro than super freak. First up, we got Blue Cinnamon, Scrawberry, get it, Alize. y'all niggas give it up for these bitches, and bitches who here with they niggas, don't be Jay, just give it up for these bitches too. Finally, Autumn Night, the chameleon, stands before us, her movements in slow motion like sipping on scissors. And last but not least, sound all poetic and shit, Autumn Night! We float towards these luscious lips as the fluorescent lights flicker and we smash to black. Etherland, flashback, flash now, Autumn Night's P 
POV from the stage. Lasers cut across the dark, smoky club, outlining the lonely. There is no music, just memory. In the hot spotlight beyond, she sees the silhouette of a man holding a gun. We see flashes of the past spliced with performance. Red bottom shuffling over mirrored floor, a hand over her mouth, her nipples hardened by their kiss with cold air, tears in her eyes, her body like Laffy Taffy around the pole, cold metal against her skull. An ass like the ocean, wave after wave rising, blood spreading over the threshold of an open door, beaded up sweat on a strong black little black girl lost turning into a flash of light. Interior, the pink pony bar night. We pan across the bar on Clifford Getham Gidget, Miss Mississippi finally landing on Mercedes. We're thinking what she's thinking. This bitch, this the bitch that could take my spot. Spash cut to interior, the pink pony. Oh, that's it. Yep, we done with that. (laughs) That's it. So, yeah. Woo! So that is the first, I would say the first 15 minutes yeah. Yeah. of the pilot. Yeah. It's very mm, kind of different yeah. from what it actually ended up becoming. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple of scenes. If you ever get the chance, like we'll give the link so you guys can like uh, read the script yourself. But if you get the chance, read and watch it at the same time so you can see what made it to the screen and you can see what they're like cut out, you know what I mean, as mm-hmm. they went along. So thought it was super interesting. It most of it did stay true, but you're right. It was definitely there was definitely some changes and uh yeah. Once you do it like that, you'll definitely see it. And I'm so glad that it's not called the Pink Pony and just the Pink. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard to is read. For replay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh." Um yeah. but Katori can describe like some things yeah she made it like it was like a painting the way she was describing yeah, this it's very like, novel-esque so yeah it's yeah. very novel-esque but it's still succinct yeah yeah so i like that she yeah. was able to kind of describe things like i'm reading a book but then you, uh, it's the yep. script so you got to keep it succinct so yep. i like it girl yep. and i like how her dialogue is true to the world that she's in mm-hmm. like clearly can tell that we are in the south even the way she writes things out to say like strawberry <laughs> she made sure that was in there like it was very smart it's the only way i say strawberry truly i mean what other way and he said scree i was like because <laughs> that's just how we talk in the south <laughs> all right so let's get into our next scene mm-hmm. which is where little murder meets the pink pony crew yes cut to interior the pink pony private booth night a trio of dancers are twerking for their dental bill electric bill and marshall's come on and marshall's layaway respect (laughs) (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up mercedes passes little murder's private booth as she continues to work the floor little murder Okay, so they're writing out as Lil Murder, but mm-hmm. I call him Lil Murder. Yeah. I thought it was Lil Murder. Lil so Murder. I'm going to say Lil Murder. Mm-hmm. Lil Murder <laughs> is getting turned up. Hey, girl. Hey, want to partake of my little party? Seems like you got your lap full right now. Nah, my lap big enough to accompany all that air. If I'm a twerky, you're going to have to make this G-string greener than I did ever seen. Ooh, I like your consonants. Your assonance, too. His crew laughs, but she starts to walk away. Sit down with your boy for a minute. I got a Louis Duffel full of coochie coupons. B, she gazes down, uses her super stripper x-ray vision to count what's inside. The duffel bag could hold A stacks, but you ain't got nothing but five. With them floral arrangement bricks up in there, it's hard to tell. Damn, how the fuck? Okay, okay, okay. 
So it's like uh five stacks. Four. You just wasted a G on these hoe perpetrating. Damn, bitch, you was an OG for real. What's your name, is partner? Lil Murder, the hottest rapper out in these streets right about now. Lil Murder, huh? Don't make a bitch want to dance for you. Wait, little dangling in front of your name. Nah, man. Bitches be like, his dick is way too long. He need to cut it. He needs to cut it. <laughs> his entourage laughs. Mercedes laughs despite herself. Beat, she snaps her fingers in the other lady's skedaddle. Is we spending four stacks on a lap dance tonight or you got something else in mind? Something else. Keep talking. This champagne room business, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know this my last night, right? Did better to go out with a bang. You know what I'm what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa! Who that girl getting in right there though? Little more turns attention to Autumn Night on the main stage. Nobody. Nah, player, that's like Beyonce's cousin with that blue dress on. Hey, hey, that was a good metaphor. Write that shit down. Wody does, and the crew's attention starts to shift. She just look light when them lights hit her on right. And she looking right tonight, boy. Clothes on Mercedes' face, growing sour, a little murder clocks it. I guess I'm going to have to throw my stacks that away then. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You say four stacks, huh? Let me see them. Little murder does. Tell you what, I'll pull in her, your boy over there, you give us all your coochie coupons. Double the trouble? Bet. We follow Mercedes as she stalks off. Cut to interior to paint pony slide side stage night. A man, let's call him Brown Fubu T-shirt, is leaning over Autumn Night as she lays prone on the stage, wobbling her legs. Mercedes pokes him in his back. If you ain't laying down no ones, that'll keep that electric on. You best move along, Brown Fubu T-shirt. Brown Fubu T-shirt walks on. Mercedes leans over Autumn. So I got a customer want you and me in the VIP. You down? I thought since this is my first night, I was just working the floor. That's what Clifford said. The way you getting poetic on this pole, it look like you gonna have to come up off of this training wheels. Sides, I got a nigga willing to pay two stacks, a G for me and a G for you. A G, huh? Girl, that's double what these niggas throwing down nowadays for the champagne room. Sides, you need to learn how to handle VIP. And who better to learn from than an OG like me? You in or not? Pre-lap, Beyonce's six-inch heels. Interior, the pink pony hallway night. The lights kaleidoscopic. The music muffled and fast like the beating of fetus heart. Oh, God. Wow. We hear the heavy <laughs> clomp, clomp, clomp of their heels. This is vampire's work. Lonely, dark, life-sucking. Mercedes and Omni pass through beams of light. They reach the end of the tunnel. Their figures swallowed by a hungry shadow. Interior, the pink pony champagne room night. Close on a champagne bottle as the cork pops. And the foam splashes against the lacquered walls. It's getting creamy up in this bitch. Right here, it's getting creamy. Dancing cheek to cheek, Mercedes and Arm Knight are like ebony and ivory blending. God damn, Lord Jesus, save me. May, may, may. Do what y'all do, booze. Do what y'all do. Another member of the posse, we'll call him drunk as fuck, is clocking Arm Knight especially. Red bone, red bone, look my way, look my way. I said, look my way. Junk as fuck grabs Autumn Knight's elbow all rough like. Diamond swoops in from the shadows. Hey, don't make me have to wrap a nigga's balls around his neck. Don't touch him lest they touch you. It's all copacetic in the cut, Diamond. Diamond ice screws them then backs around the corner. Look, you're going to have to calm down, drunk as fuck, over the turn though. Nigga, you is doing the most right now. You straight? Yeah, she's straight. 
Mercedes gives Autumn a look. Autumn offers up a strange smile. The duo continues to dance for the crew. Mercedes leans back on Lil Murda's lap, close on Mercedes' face, puzzled. I see why y'all call, why they call you Lil Murda. You ain't seen nothing yet, so I take you to the next level, know what I'm saying? He nods to a secret door outlined in blue neon lead light. That's only for the private, private parties. Well, if you want it all, then there's something I might need to put on you in private. Beat, she looks at the duffel. She looks all night trying hard to play, being sexy and comfortable. Autumn, be right back. Y'all take real good care of my sis now. Mercedes leads Lil Murder through the secret door. Autumn Knight continues to dance with the entourage alone. Interior to Pank Pony, level three night. Level three black leather couches. We track across Queen Mercedes from toe to tummy to titties, landing on a pair of beet buds slip, slivering down her well-oiled body. Lil Murder is pacing the floor beat. Mm, nah, dog. My booty can't bump to this. What you mean? Ain't got enough tremelio to ask me. And these lyrics, though? I mean, is you rapping in cursive or what? This trap reggae soul. Nigga, look, I need to go out on a song that I can, you know, go ham on. Dance all these demons out one last time. I deserve it, shawty. Fuck all my stacks then. That's fine. Who needs your money when I got my artistic integrity? I ain't pinning that on my, um, badonkadonk. Mercedes walks out off Lil Murder Piss, cut to interior the Pink Pony Champagne Room Night. Autumn Night is trying her best to be all sensual, but drunk as fuck is getting too damn touchy. Autumn Night's POV, she looks through the secret door. Where the fuck is Mercedes? Her bare chest begins to heave up and down. She starts taking deep breaths to slow her beating heart down. Close on drunk as fuck's hand, snaking up her thigh. Autumn Night playfully swats it away. You're the bad plum of the bunch, I see. Halfway rotten, mostly sweet though. I like this here neck of yarn. Dunk as fuck tries to kiss her on the cheek, but she pulls away. Damn, shawty, stop being so uptight. Come on, drink some champagne, yeah, with me. Um, you mean sparkling wine. The crew laughed. Drunk as fuck feels small. What, Redbone? You think you better than us? Huh? He grabs her. His touch makes her tremble. Hey, hey, I didn't say. Look, thought you don't go getting all sedity on a nigga. Close on Autumn's throat, tightening. It's almost like she's being choked from the inside. Please, let go up. Justin, Mercedes, and Lil Murder re-enter the room to find Autumn Knight beginning to have a full-blown panic attack. Yo, my nigga, what the fuck? Autumn Knight finally breaks free and takes her stiletto, digging it into drunk as fuck's balls. Just as she runs out of the room, Diamond comes in and commences to whooping asses. Mercedes stands in the midst of the chaos, somewhat impressed. Well, that's one way to do VIP. But Lil Murder concern is fast on Autumn Knight's tail. Interior to Pank Pony, Hallway Night, Autumn's POV. The colors in the hallway begin to separate like film burned by the sun. She's running through a tunnel that never seems to end. The break room door seems to slide further and further away from her until she finally pushes open, falling into exterior late night, lake night flashback. Cold blue water. She's floating underwater in that crisp white shirt from before. Her body illuminated by the glow of moonlight. Bullets whiz by her body. Someone is shooting into the water, shooting at her. Bullet pierces her arm, but she refuses to resurface. Close on Autumn Night's terrified eyes and oxygen drains from her lungs. Cut to interior of the Pink Pony hallway night. The music is pumping loud. The crowd is wilding out. Patrons are passing through the too tight tunnel. Lil Murder is looking up and down the flooded hallway for Autumn Night. He decides to go right, running headfirst into Uncle Clifford. Nigga, watch where you put in them boats. My bad, nigga. I'm looking for that bitch. Which bitch? Which one? The red bone one with the white tankini on. We ain't mean to offend. What? Nigga, what? I said we ain't mean to offend her. Nigga, is you speaking in cursive or what? 
I said we mean to offend. Nigga, come on up in here. Uncle Clifford's keys in a code to yet another hidden door, and suddenly we are in interior of the Pink Pony, Paradise Room Night, cream leather couches in silence. Lil Murder takes it in. Damn, this room was some Super Mario Say the Princess type shit. Nah, nigga, what you know about saving the princess? That was before your time. Well, I'm an old soul. Mm-hmm. Now, what was you saying? Shit got kind of hectic in VIP, and I wanted to apologize to little shawty. Uncle Clifford just looking bored. Well, she gonna have to get used to it. Learn how to handle herself. She want to work for me. Oh, so you the manager around here? I done found me the main I need to complain to. Woman. And what you got to be complaining about? Pink Pony got everything a main need. You got white bitches, red bone bitches, high yellow bitches, midnight blue bitches, Molly, Percocets, hot wings, Tums for after the hot wings. Same like the Pink Pony got everything but the one thing I really need. Lil Murder rolls up on Clifford. Beat. This little nigga about to make me blush. Lil Murder makes his pecs pulse. Uncle Clifford pops her pink fan and starts fanning herself. Don't make me fall the fuck out. Well, I lay motherfuckers out. That's why they call me Lil Murder. That's your gunman name? That's my rap name. So you be doing little murders as opposed to big murders? I body them all, baby. Well, I might have to get me body tonight. Is that right? Well, I got something that'll murder you. He pulls out his beat buds and gingerly places them onto Cl- Uncle Clifford's ears. And scene. Nice. Period. Period. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that is some cool scenes from a pilot yes. of P-Valley. Um, yeah, so that one, I feel like that was pretty accurate. Yeah. To the way that it went It was. Down, in the, yeah, that was very accurate to the way it was in the scene. They did a great job of setting up the mystery girl who came in, who eventually was Autumn, mm-hmm. against Mercedes, the OG, who's setting up that, look, she's retired, she's done with this, but she still got her hand in there because that's where the cash flow is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Hey. Uh-huh. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was really fun to read that. Yeah. Like we said before, Katori is a master with the narration, yeah, the descriptions, and my god, the descriptions, and it's very, like I said, novelesque mm-hmm. but very succinct. So she knows what she's doing, yeah. and I, yeah, I love the way that she describes things. Mm-hmm. I love the dialogue, and yeah, the way she describes things is definitely. I'm taking some notes. For Absolutely, show. yeah. There's that one scene. I'm taking some notes. Child, when she said paying the um, bills respectively, she she did the. <laughs> I was like, now nah, you did not have to say you did not have to say all the bills, but why do I understand exactly what you're talking? Yeah. Marshall's layaway got me. Okay, sure. I'm like, now nah, come on, layaway at Marshall's. <laughs> But also, um, I understand. Yes. <laughs> I like, but if I'm shaking my ass, I'm yeah. Mm-mm. I'm be a, I should be able to afford more than Marshall. Okay, autumn I'm ones. Come on. Ass. Okay. Um. But yeah. So mm-hmm. that is our script read of yes. the pilot of Pink Valley, or not Pink Valley, <laughs> Valley. Truly. And the episode's called Perpetrating. Yes. As it should be. So definitely, y'all should. So we're gonna put the link to the script mm-hmm. in the description, like Judah said. If you have yeah. a second read it as you watch it and see what's different and it'll help you when you're with your own writing of learning what you should keep in and what you should keep out um because yeah you have to do a lot of cutting Mm -hmm. when you're writing which y'all should know yep 
All right, so we'll just get right into our niggas that you should know. Yup, yup, yup. And I have J. Alfonsi Nicholson, who hey. plays Lil Murda. Hey. And um, so, yeah, he plays Lil Murda on the show. Super talented guy. He was also in Just Mercy, mm-hmm. Butterfly Boxing. And he was in Tales, which I believe was on the BET. Um, he's been on an episode of Blacklist, Shots Fired, mm-hmm. which was a short-lived show mm-hmm. um, on Fox, I believe. Oh, he was in an episode of Blue But Blue Bloods. Okay. And he uh had a role in Mr. Robot, which mm-hmm. is a TV show. So yeah. his career is kinda he's he's, you know, kind of his early stages, but he's been working for the last couple years and he's gonna, you know, only continue to have a bigger career from this because he's very versatile and he yes. seems like he has the range. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm yeah, I'm watching him. I just followed him on um Instagram and I can't wait to see what else he does. It's gonna be dope. Yes. It's gonna be dope. All right, my nigga, you should know. I probably did this before, but Katari Hall, um, she's a showrunner of P Valley and executive producer, creator of the show. Um, the series P Valley actually, you know, came from a screenplay, which I think is so dope. And honestly, I would love to see this on stage again. I, w- I just want to see what it yeah, looks like. How can moving we... sets? Like, <laughs> I would love, I would love to see this. Um, yeah. So she is an American playwright, screenwriter producer she's an actress and director she's from memphis tennessee so she knows the south for sure again you know she is known for p valley and the tony nominated tina the tina turner musical go off Uh um yep and such plays as hurt valley our lady of keboho children of killers the mountaintop and the hot wing king okay uh for which she won a pulitzer prize for drama so the hot wing kings i mean i need to meet him come on (laughs) come on with the hot wing kings so wait let me see um let's see so other plays include uh those that i said including uh pussy valley um and many of them were set in memphis tennessee so she's her work has been noted for an earth earthiness i feel like white people wrote this earthiness a humor a female version and a luxuriant language that feels distinctly her own she we definitely heard her own voice in the direction for sure Mm -hmm. which was great she was awarded the 2001 pulitzer prize for drama for the hot wing king which ran off broadway at the signature theater in february 2020 until its run was interrupted unfortunately by uh COVID-19 pandemic. Mm, um, so yeah, she, de- she developed uh, the TV drama for, for stars. Excuse me. I don't know why I said Showtime, but it's on stars. Um, and yeah, she signed onto Lionsgate. So there it is. I want to double check, but I don't know why I always thought it was Showtime, but yeah, Katori Hall. She's dope as hell. She's a showrunner creator. She's done amazing things. She is that nigga you should know. And yeah, not that I want P-Valley to go anywhere soon, but I'm also excited for the next things that she's going to do, especially in television. So shout out to her. Shout out to her mm-hmm. and thank her for creating this amazing so good. world. We stand tremendously, mm-hmm. as you can see, and we can't wait to see what else she comes up with because she got the ideas. She's had all these plays produced. So yeah. You know, she has more things coming for the girls. And it takes a while for any, like any TV project, any of that stuff. It takes a while to come through. So honestly, the dedication to stick with an idea. Shout out to that. Because you believe in it. No matter, even if nobody else does, you believe Mm -hmm. in that shit. And so you going to make sure it ride out. And that's the way, you know, the girls should be doing their stuff these days. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Make sure y'all check that out. Yep. Uh, do the little exercise that we told y'all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hopefully you learned something from this episode. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, you just had fun. And that's all life yes. is about is having fun in this ghetto ass times that we live in <laughs> yes. where gas is still $6. Okay. So. Because <laughs> I'd be escaping to the paint for real. I'd be like, when is right. this coming? When the next episode? Because I will be on the amateur night at the paint. <laughs> That's what I gotta do in order for it to scale. Okay. Shit. Shoot. Y'all hiring at the paint. Okay. I can shake a little ass. Just a little beat. Right. <laughs> I might try. I can't get on the pole, but I maybe some floor work for you. Right. Little booties matter. You know. <laughs> yeah. I have a little booty, so it matters. Okay. Um. So, so yeah, y'all let me know if they hiring at the paint. Mm-hmm. Y'all DM me. Mm-hmm. Let me know if they hiring, and we'll. <laughs> And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. And that's on period. Network.